the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. The death of a man who was a staple in London's music community has rocked the city recently. Dan, or Dutch Fawcett, who played in many bands, including Helix, was found unresponsive in Gibbons Park on November 6th and two suspects were arrested five days later. So today I'm talking with London Free Press crime reporter Dale Carruthers about the case and why it's so shocking to people who knew Dan. Hi, Dale. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show today, Rachel. Good. I'm glad to have you. Um, Because this story has been really interesting to a lot of people. A lot of people in London have been shocked by it. So let's start from the beginning. Dan uh, was found in Gibbons Park. Um, Tell us when and where and and what state was he in at the time? Okay, so emergency responders were called to the Grosvenor entrance to Gibbons Park on November um, 6, around 7 a.m. And they found a 52-year-old man unresponsive and he was pronounced dead a short time later. Um, So that likely indicates that he was already dead when they arrived. Um, They identified him later as Daniel Dutch Fawcett and then it was quickly revealed on social media that um, Dan Fawcett was a longtime guitarist, well-known in London's music scene, played with the uh, rockers Helix in the early 2000s, played with a number of other bands, um, an Elvis tribute group, a cover band that toured across Canada. Um, by all accounts, he was an extremely talented guitarist, um, all-around good guy to other people in the music scene. And so that that shocked a lot of people. And then... Of course, what made this uh, story so interesting, so many people, is police didn't initially make any arrests. So interest started to build. How did this uh, well-loved musician end up dead in a park? And it Mm -hmm. wasn't until five days later on November 11th that police arrested two suspects in the Toronto region. And that is um, Craig Allen and Alana Levars. She's charged with manslaughter. He's charged with second-degree murder. Wow. Yeah, the music community has really, um, of course, taken an interest in this story because a lot of them know um, Fawcett um, from all of the bands that he's played in. The pandemic was really hard for him. Uh, you noted in one of your stories and and one of his friends said that they were going to invite him down to Tennessee to, to play. Um, so he, he'd been having a bit of a hard time during the pandemic. Is that right? Yeah, that's something our friends alluded to that there had been recent struggles uh, for Dan Fawcett especially during COVID, it put him out of work, out of his usual routine, playing music. Um, And so he had struggled. So one of his friends, who is a world-renowned Elvis tribute artist, said, come down to Tennessee. He lives down there. And he said, there's tons of work. There's a huge tourism industry. And I can get you a ton of gigs here. And so Dan was interested, but he didn't have an updated passport. So he hadn't made it happen. But he told a friend that he was interested in going down there. It kind of gave him um, a little bit of excitement. Um, and his friend said he had kind of been struggling recently, too. So that mm-hmm. indicates that all wasn't well in his life. Um, we know about that situation. Um, yeah. Other friends uh, who knew him from the music industry, some said they hadn't seen him in some time. So it's clear he had lost touch with some of his friends. And again, COVID could have had something to do with that because... Uh, musicians weren't getting together and playing at live venues. London has lost a lot of its live music venues too. So um, your potential to earn money as a live musician in London is not what it used to be as well. 
Sure. And a lot of those musicians have spoken out. I know um, Brian Vollmer has posted on the Helix Facebook page some tributes to Fawcett as well, saying, you know, he, he wouldn't hurt a fly. So there was lots of questions, and there still are, of course, surrounding his death at first, right? Um, yes. And with um, a lack of information coming from police, uh, people are left to speculate. And this isn't uncommon. Police often do this in homicide investigations. Um, they haven't even released a cause of death. Um, they don't always uh, release causes of death in homicide investigations. Often if it's a shooting, um, they will because people have heard gunshots and it's fairly obvious or a mm. stabbing again. Um, but in this case, they didn't. Um, I, I viewed uh, some photographs of the crime scene um, where uh, Dan's body was still visible and there was no visible um, blood or any other weapons. So it's really unknown how he could have died. Uh, I spoke to police and they said they'll come out through the course of the investigation. They said they're not looking for any other suspects at this point. And the fact that Craig Allen was charged with second degree murder indicates that um, the killing wasn't premeditated because that would uh, result in a first degree murder charge. And Alana Lebar is charged with manslaughter. So that means she played a lesser role in the alleged homicide. Sure. Let's talk about the suspects because now they were arrested um, five days after. So, there, you know, there's a lot of questioning in that time in those five days. Now mm -hmm. we have these suspects arrested and police have kind of said, hey, that's it. That's all. You know, we're not going to give any more information, any more details. Um, mm -hmm. Do we know if the suspects were known to Fawcett at all? Do we know if they had any kind of relationship? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So first, so five days later, I think that um, threw a lot of people off guard because people thought maybe there's a public safety risk. Um, mm. The person or persons who killed Dan are still at large. That's what everyone was saying the days following it. Um, but London's major crime unit has a near perfect homicide clearance rate. There's only one unsolved homicide in the past 13 years. So they usually get their suspects. And it's possible that they had these suspects in their sights right from the beginning. Again, they didn't reveal that. But my indication is that's probably the case because they didn't say there's any risk to public safety. Um, and the two suspects were arrested in the Toronto area. So there was obviously some tracking down to do to get them. Um, both suspects are known to police. In October, Windsor police had put out uh, a warning to the public saying they'd obtained a, arrest warrants for both Libars and Allen on theft and fraud related charges stemming from a series of thefts from locker rooms at uh, gyms in Windsor. Hmm. So they had previous run-ins with police. They were arrested in the Toronto area and they were also charged with possession of property obtained by crime and that's for a vehicle um, that was in their possession. Not really sure of the details beyond that charge. And so uh, we also spoke with a man who only wanted to be identified as a friend of Alana Libars. He had known her for some time. And he said Dan Fawcett knew Alana Libars for at least a year. They hung out sometimes. Um, and Dan Fawcett may have had a romantic interest in her, he said. Um, that's not something we were able to confirm. So we know he knew at least one of his alleged killers. We don't know if, there's, if he knew uh, Craig Allen. That's not something we've been able to determine at this time. Mm -hmm. But um, like most homicides, uh, victims know their alleged killers. Mm -hmm. And the, the police haven't confirmed any any relationship so far. No, sometimes they will say um, 
uh, the victim and the accused were known to each other, but in this case, they haven't, and they said that will be revealed through the court process. So it's kind of a right. wait and see. But um, we're going to continue reporting on it and hope that I can pull some more strings and uh, find out uh, more about this connection. Um, I reviewed um, Alana Libar and Dan Fawcett's social media accounts, and they had interacted on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, most recently, no, uh, September 30th. He liked a post she had made about relationships. He had commented on other posts. So they interacted on social media, which is another indication they knew each other. Sure. Have we, do we have any indication of, of a motive? Because of course that's what everyone's question is, right? Um, yes. Um, I, I've spoken to one man who suggested a motive, but again, I haven't been able to confirm it with uh, anyone else. So I can't really go into it. Um, Again, so that's something we may have to wait until court unless I can uh, confirm through some other sources. Sure. Um, Fawcett also had a daughter as well. He, he leaves behind a, a, a siblings and a, and a daughter. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. He had several siblings and he had a daughter. Um, an education fund has been set up for her. It's raised almost $25,000. Um, so the community has really come together because now this little girl doesn't have a father. And so people are trying to help in any way they can. Um, the music community is also organizing a memorial. No date uh, has been set yet, but there's clearly an appetite by his friends in the music community to celebrate his life, to come together and remember Dan Fawcett. So that's something that I, I'll have more details on shortly. Do we have an age for the daughter? Do we know how old she is? We are not sure of her exact age. We're told she's young. She's a minor, so she's under 16 sure. at least. And a private funeral has been held for him. Is that right? Yes, the funeral was held on Friday, which was the same day the two suspects were arrested. Mm -hmm. And and so we'll have more details, hopefully, on a public memorial that more, more people can attend later on. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, the two accused remain in custody. Bail hearings haven't yet been scheduled. They were supposed to be up in court again today um, to possibly set a date for a bail hearing. And mm -hmm. of course, they're eligible for bail, just like anyone accused of any crime is. And it is possible they could get bail. They both have retained lawyers. So I'll be following that as well. Um, do you think that maybe there's a bit of closure for some friends of Fawcett's now that two people have been arrested? We had to wait, wait a little while, a few days before we had the arrests um, made. Do you think there's some closure now for, for some of the community? Because at this point, police aren't going to say much else. We're going to have to wait for this all to play out um, in court. News that two suspects have been arrested and charged um, was well received by Fawcett's uh, friends and family. Because mm -hmm. until then, they're demanding justice for him and his killer or killers were at large. So now that two people have been arrested and charged, that does bring some form of closure. People never like that word when I use it. As they say, you can never really truly get closure, but sure, relief is yeah. the word I usually use. It brings some relief to them. Um, and now they're really looking for more answers and they're going to have to wait um, for the court process. And homicides typically take at least a year, around two, sometimes around two years to go to trial. So it really takes a lot of time. So you have to be patient. Um, by then, a lot of people kind of have forgotten about it. Um, but of course, his friends and family will never forget about it. So they'll get those answers eventually when um, this case goes to trial. And of course, we'll be reporting on it then too. And mm -hmm. I will do my best to continue to find some more um, details about this case in the meantime. Sure, I was, I was gonna say, can you tell us what the next steps are with the trial? 
but it does take a long time. Um, and and maybe are there going to be other things that you're going to focus on and try and um, dig up details on about this case? Oh, yeah, of course. The, the next obvious one will be the bail hearing. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, a publication ban is placed on bail hearing, so I can't report any evidence um, that's discussed at a bail hearing, which uh, evidence on X is uh, spoken about. But um, we'll cover the hearing and whether these individuals are released or held in custody. And, and there was a um, order that um, both Libars and Allen don't communicate with a list of 13 people, including each other, who are potential witnesses. Um, so I have that list and somebody reach out to those people who may have some valuable information. They'll speak to me and I can find out some more details. So that, that's my next step as a reporter. Sure. And otherwise, we're just going to wait for this to play out in court. The police, the police have done their job and, and we'll see what happens. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's the fifth homicide this year in London. Um, and all, none of the other cases have even went to trial yet, or even had a preliminary trial. So just to show you how long this will take, um, it, it takes years for these cases the, to go to trial. Sure. The courts, the courts are backed up anyway, thanks to the pandemic. Right. So we've, we're back, we're backed up in the first place. The courts are backed up and there's just so many appearances um, before anything even happens. Cases come up, they're adjourned. They come up, there's these routine appearances. It's, uh, it's a slow process. It can be mm -hmm. very frustrating for some people too, but I, I'm, I'm fairly used to it. Um, so it's, it's nothing new to me. Absolutely. Well, we will definitely watch your reporting on LFPress.com and uh, any updates that you provide us on this case. I know there's a lot of people interested to see uh, what's going to come of it. So thank you very much, Dale, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Rachel. I appreciate it.